electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. It is a full play today between midterm election results still coming in, Disney's quarter, Meta's layoffs, FTX crypto, all as we brace for CPI tomorrow, 10-year below 415. Our roadmap begins with the midterms. Key races still undecided as control of Congress hangs in the balance. Also ahead, Meta makes it official. The company is laying off 11,000 employees and Mark Zuckerberg offering a mea culpa. And Disney is amongst the biggest decliners we're going to see in the pre-market this morning. This after the company missed its, uh, well, with its quarterly results, at least it missed what analysts were estimating. It was hurt by higher costs for content at Disney+. Plus. Which line was beat? You had a beat? I found a line that was beat. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's all right. We'll start with the markets in the midterms. Uh, Control of Congress is still up in the air as Democrats did outperform expectations. NBC has not made a call on control of the House or the Senate, but Democrats did pick up a Senate seat in Pennsylvania with other key races like those in Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and Wisconsin still undecided. Meantime, battle for the House remains too close to call. The latest NBC News model forecasts that if the GOP wins the chamber, the majority may be smaller than many had expected. I think it's uh, Evercore this morning, Jim, thinks maybe it could be five to seven. Uh, it'll be interesting if McCarthy chooses to run for leader, how, what kind of deal he can well, put together. Uh, no red wave. I mean, given the scope of what the GOP had, I mean, they think about it. In, in their favor, they had Biden inflation. They had Democrat on crime, immigration. Uh, the fact that we were, thought that Biden was disliked and Schumer and Pelosi, they had everything. And I'm wondering whether it isn't women who hate the GOP. My friend John Ellis helped me in this. Because this was, I think, a stunning non-victory for the GOP. I mean, I thought we'd come in here this morning and be like, the red wave would just think Well, the us. expectations were, of course, that they would take the House, and perhaps handily so. It does right. appear that they are likely to take the House. However, as we just point, as NBC's at least projected, perhaps not by that many seats. And the Senate, very much a toss-up right now. Yeah. Uh, certainly, you could even come down to a, a runoff in Georgia, um, where we've seen that before, of course, right. in the last presidential election, where both Senate seats went the way of the Democrats, uh, and there were runoffs there. I was more astonished that you know, I was watching everybody. I mean, to me, this was supposed to be the critical midterm election. Typically, I don't have that as critical presidential mm-hmm. election. But, I, you know, I was watching, say, the Oz race. I'm from Pennsylvania. And that was supposed to be, in the end, Fetterman was supposed to be failing badly. A lot of people were supposed to be failing badly. Governor of New York was supposed to be failing badly. And it just didn't happen. And I wonder, again, what's the woman vote? Because I think that that holds the key. Uh, That's Roe v. Wade. Yeah, of course, they're... Um, uh, some examples of a red wave, say, south of the Florida-Georgia line. Uh, but Michigan's going to hold the governorship and the legislature for the first time in several decades. Is the market disappointed, do you think, in some of this? Um, I think the markets will ultimately uh, try to figure out how to deal with whether the, you know, whether the Republicans actually get you know, the House. 
But no, I think the market's not, not disappointed as, uh, as just kind of flummoxed, just kind of didn't expect that. Not trying to compute it. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. You can't compute it fast enough. I mean, the algorithms don't work when you have, when you're trying to figure, when you you have a red wave and you didn't get one. Right. The algos are not ready yet. There's a lot more news today that may have an impact on the market than this election. I think that's very true. Yeah. And the election, I expected it to overshadow everything, but I do my what is what I'm looking at. And my, the top blanks are bigger than the rest of the stuff I have to say. Because we got a lot of good, interesting corporate news today. Yeah. Yes, we do. That uh, brings us to Meta this morning. It is official. The company laying off 13% of the staff, uh, more than 11,000 employees. In a letter to his employees, Mark Zuckerberg said, quote, At the start of COVID, the world rapidly moved online, and the surge of e-commerce led to outsized revenue growth. Unfortunately, this did not play out the way I expected. Not only has online commerce returned to prior trends, but the macroeconomic downturn, increased competition, ad signal loss have caused our revenue to be much lower than I'd expected. I got this wrong. And I take responsibility for that. Jim, you said a moment ago that after that last print, which you were disappointed in, you now believe. Yeah. Um, I go back and forth with the company a lot. And I think they admit that they got it wrong. Uh, this is not the end. This is the beginning of the layoffs. Uh, they're still not really touching uh, the labs. And uh, while OPEX is indeed down, that does matter. Uh, the Reality Labs operating losses in 2023 will grow significantly year over year. You need to see that change before you can get as excited as the market is for that. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed. So this doesn't point necessarily to diminishing the overall spend for his long-term vision for the metaverse. No, and that has to change. I mean, now he has to get the rev- the expenses in line with the revenues. Uh, not unlike someone we're going to talk about soon, Disney. I mean, these people have to realize, you know, the revenues yeah. have to cover the expenses. Well, and we, uh, we're going to talk Disney a lot. But, you know, but Jim, I'd love to get your response. Towards the end of the letter, I, I, know, uh, I noted one, one sentence one from him. I believe we are deeply underestimated as a company today, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg wrote, towards the very end of the letter. Do you, do you agree with that? Um, I think that the part that is, yes, and I'll tell you why. I think WhatsApp is $10 billion dollars. In sales. In revenues. It's a revenues. $10 billion revenue. revenue potential. Potential. And that that's worth, you got to put some multiple on it because mm-hmm. it's good, mm-hmm. good business. And that's not included in the vast mosaic that is Instagram, that is Reels. Now, Reels, they're very excited about. Now, I'm not talking about TikTok being disqualified by the U.S. government, but I think the rest of the business is indeed undervalued. It is yet to be seen to me, Carl, that the metaverse which I've been in, is uh, undervalued. That's not at the expense that they're putting in and not getting the kind of feedback from potential advertisers and people who want to be in the mall that it is right now worth being in the meta mall. Right. So that has to do with paying. I don't know how much you, know, you want to do the exercise yourself. I'd rather do it on mirror. I'm a believer in mirror, by the way, Dave. And I just feel like that that part is too much of a question mark. But yeah, the rest of it's undervalued. As for the uh, broader uh, cutback story, uh, it does pair with, say, reporting we've done on CRM, uh, cutting hundreds in, on Monday, uh, Party City, 19%, yeah. Redfin today, Zendesk, City Barclays on some IB stuff. Right. It's, the it's, you know, the AI up. real estate, the AI loans, no, 
I mean, these things tended to not lend. None of these people, by the way, want to admit that artificial intelligence didn't work as well as people thought. They just want to say that the market, the macro environment. I don't see anyone who just says the AI didn't work. David, it's macro environment, macro environment. I'm sick of that. Right. Okay. Why don't you say, listen, it doesn't really lend itself to something that we thought it lended to. But that would mean that their businesses are existentially in crisis. No one wants to admit the existential crisis that, frankly, the models don't work. Everybody's uh, also looking for more efficiency. Yeah, um, And, you know, I, I, I just wonder how many of their employees are actually coming to the office every day. Maybe there's an ability to actually create some efficiency there. Did you see the real estate efficiency note uh, in, in Zuckerberg's mm-hmm. thing? Yes. What do you think that means? Farley. Uh, yeah. Is that I Tom mean, Farley or Jim Farley? No, the Farley post Farley office building. or the building uh, in What do you think uh, about New York as a Herald place Square? To... Listen. Uh, the, by the way, you see the layout package? Probably would have worked there just to get the layout package. The layout package is good, and that right? cost, But that cost them a great deal. The layout package was extensive. 16, was it 16 weeks and then two, and then two it weeks was, for every year? It was, I, I even go to the point to say it was bountiful. Now, um, no one wants to get laid off. No one wants, but I'm saying that I was... If you were, if you got, you know, you get your time, you get, yeah. if you worked there no, for a couple of years. It's quite generous, but it, you know, again, we've got a lot of companies looking for efficiencies. They are laying people off. You've made this point many times. It's the center of this is in Silicon Valley. Um, oh, I do think it's interesting to also just remember that and many of these companies are also not having people come to the office that often. And you right. do wonder about productivity, which by the way, we have seen in recent quarters declining. Do you know that the orders for steel of the structural steel for skyscrapers are down badly. There's no nothing in no big surprise there. Well, we um, say there's nothing. There's I mean, nothing in the works. Yeah. Although, bigger picture here, I do start to wonder whether you're going to see uh, over time a reversion to past practices. I, More that, people coming that's in because too hard to tell. Because maybe it is a better way to do work. Is it? Do you know there are sightings in Kauai of Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> the big island. Actually, I have someone who lives next door to him, so that's actually not, that's actually <laughs> factual. Maybe, you know, maybe factual. He's walking the beach. No, no, he's working. Jesus. Michael Dell's there. No, no. Benny no, Off is there. Working, he's working like 18 hour there. days. He's working 18 hour days to fix the problems of the metaverse. But okay? the problem is he's spending most of that time in the metaverse well, with his I mean, goggles he's, on. He's not spending his time in reels. That's a, that's a fruitless thing to spend your time in. By the way, um, before, share from before we wrap this up, move on uh, to Disney. Um, you indicated oh, you expect more layoffs. I think that, yeah, over time. You do? Yeah, so this time. is not the end of it. No, over time, they got to get, they, you know, maybe over the next year, they've got to get the revenues, expenses in line with the revenues. They just have to. They, they know that. Okay, they know that. I'm not saying me know that. I'm saying they know that. Okay. Uh, David okay. mentions Disney. That's the other big story today. Down Disney. in the pre-market after missing on earnings. Warning on streaming growth could taper going forward. This is Chapek on the call yesterday. We are on a path to profitable streaming business that generates shareholder value long into the future. And assuming we do not see a meaningful shift in the economic climate, we still expect Disney Plus to achieve profitability in fiscal 2024 as losses begin to shrink in the first quarter of fiscal 2023. Got some target cuts, but I got to say, the street's more constructive than you seem to be this morning. It's incredibly shot. Here's what I told people who are members of the Investment Club. Bottom line, we are shocked and stunned, this is Jeff Markson, by the poor performance of Disney. Uh, the execution here has been so woeful, but we don't want to leave the franchise 
because nothing has changed in terms of Disney's ability to make iconic content and create giant experiences. David, if we were to compare business to sports and ESPN, we would say that it is time to find another coach. Yes, that means it's time for CEO Bob Check, Bob Paycheck, there it is, Bob Chapek to go. It's time for Chapek to go. You really believe that? No, I wrote this in, in, in a complete, in a moment um, of fiction. Well, um, maybe I thought maybe in a moment of peak, maybe you were just, you know, a little emotional. No, no, I have the I just wanted items. to give you an opportunity okay, to revise. Uh, linear networks, miss. Direct-to-consumer, miss. Co- uh, content licensing, miss. Elimination of intra- interest segment, miss. Parks and experience, Oh, look at that beat. Although I can tell you that's not even really true. Uh, Direct-to-consumers, big miss. Uh, subscribers, David, uh, global ARPU, global display, miss. ESPN Plus, miss. I, I, Hulu, hate, to, that's what, I miss. hate to burst your uh, bubble, but uh, my expectation would be that you're not going to see a change in leadership there anytime Stags, soon. Stags, no. Kevin Mayer? No, none of that. I mean, first of all, no. Why, because of that contract he oh. just got? Yeah, I think the board is still um, is still solidly a believer. Listen, some of these decisions, some of these some of these content decisions, uh, were obviously put in by his predecessor. Some of the decisions to spend a lot on sports, while now you're watching our world, the cable world, shrink by as much as six or more percent a year, uh, were put in place. Uh, prior to that. But you're absolutely right. I mean, linear Wonderful. is declining very quickly. We know that. We've talked about that. And at the same time, the, the, the amount of money they're spending uh, for direct-to-consumer is enormous. And it continues to be the same question. He says, yes, they will be profitable in fiscal year 2024 in direct-to-consumer. The last quarter. But of course, one Count, of the key questions is I mean, how profitable and you know, what's the sub-worth there, yes, given churn, given what you're spending? Um, a, a senior media executive mentioned to me recently something that's quite obvious, but so many of these decisions in terms of going all in on direct-to-consumer yeah. were made, Jim, at a time when Netflix had a multiple of 300 times earnings. That's true. And now you look at Netflix uh, in the cold light of day, so to speak, and what really this business looks like, and you do wonder whether those same decisions would be being. Not that you needed, not that you could, you, you had a pivot from linear, Clearly, and direct-to-consumer is the way to do that. Okay, well, but let's, let's to talk be about all direct, in what, in that what, way. What were we looking for direct-to-consumer? What was the consensus? One I'm, point, so are you one talking billion, about a number or are you talking about the loss? $1.1 billion loss we were looking for. It and came it in at 1.474. Right. To me, that's a worse-than-expected loss. Without a doubt. Okay, he's an NFL coach, okay? It's a disaster. We keep him because, what, it's a rebuilding year? Listen, you know, when no I look, look back to that no load letter, the key thing there was cost cutting. And when I talked to JPEG and I did that interview with him yeah. a couple of months ago, his eyes lit up when he talked about cost cutting. He's known as somebody who actually can execute particularly on, on that part of things, on running operations and or cutting costs. So we'll see. Uh, what are you looking for there? My eyes just lit up. What are you looking for? See, uh, see the light up? Yeah, yeah. You look like a guy from Uncut you Gems. Said, you said Bob Chapek's eyes lit up. Well, my eyes you, are lit up. You got a up. diamond I might like? Look, look, Should we go to 47th Street? Let's what, use, what do you want to do here? Let's use the NFL. Okay? Let's use, hey, let's use Frank Wright. Greatest comeback of all time in college. Greatest comeback of all time in pro. Divide, divides the Philly. Philly uh, win at the, for the Eagles. Goes to the Colts. Has some problems with the quarterbacks. Including Andrew Locke. Any change. And what happens? Yeah, what happens? Winning record. Fired. Fired just like that. Summarily fired. 
this guy gets to keep his job. I mean, this was, I mean, look, I've been a backer. Well, then, did, he, backer. did he just the get fired? Is, did he, that just happen? Isn't he the coach? Of the, who's yeah, who, who's your Jeff Saturday, though, Jim? Um, I, look, I thought, I always thought that Staggs was very smart. Stags. They're not yeah. bringing any of those guys back. Oh, not yeah. A oh, yeah. Yeah. Do oh, yeah. The board is watching oh, yeah. right now. Not They're saying, you think Christine McCarthy right now is happy with that quarter? You tell me. You think she was happy with that quarter? She the wait. Did you hear her on the conference call? Did you on, just wave it's not me away? Cincinnati, my friend. Where this is not an order to Cincinnati situation. This is a Saturday situation. We're not. We're not done talking about Disney by a long shot. No. There's a lot more to get to. Give uh, me to Sam. Jay Gould, yep. Friedman, That's bank. exactly right. We're going to get the you fallout. Take that to the bank. On FTX and the impact it's had to SBF's personal wealth and, of course, crypto at large and maybe the external markets as well. Big show still ahead. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The crypto world is still digesting the fallout from FTX as Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange, said it has signed that letter of intent for FTX's non-U.S. businesses. I think it's Bernstein today, Jim, says if the deal goes through, they could have 80 percent global share, Binance. Well, uh, and how much it looked to me, I'm more like the Sam. It, he doesn't have Sam doesn't have a lot left. Doesn't have what? Sorry. I don't think Sam has a lot left after this. Sam Bankman-Fried, yeah. no, I'll, it, well, it is most of the business. But by the way, let's just start well, with no, I just let's just start with the fact that it's a letter of intent. I think that's very well, yeah, important. Well, yeah, but that's, doesn't that make it so that it, it may makes not go it, through? It makes absolutely. There is a letter of intent is simply as you might as you hear it. It's it's not a deal. It's not a contractually binding no. deal of any kind at this point. Uh, they may get there, but they're not there yet. Uh, right. And one would expect that it's up to Binance and its right. CEO. And if, in fact, they feel as though FTX failing, which seems more likely than not, if there was not this bailout, um, would hurt them more than it would help them, then they'll bail, then they'll do it. But if they don't think that, then perhaps this deal never happens. Well, I think that's the most important thing. It's not. It's been left out of all the commentary. I mean, you know, the idea that it's somehow it's a done deal. It's, it's not a done deal. It but, may become one. By the way, we haven't even seen, I mean, there's not even a press release. This is as no, so often. All, no. This was done on Twitter yesterday. No, a, yeah, Twitter. a number of comments from on Twitter, Finance's CEO. We have to spend $3.95 billion just to keep it going. Mr. Bankman. Okay. Jim, yeah. Jim, let me come to you. The level of opacity here, the fact that there was a hedge fund involved that he controlled called Alameda that oh, I mean. had as much as half of its assets in the FTX coin. How is How, where are the regulators? I told you, Jay Gould. Jay Gould, when he tried to corner the market. Yeah. 
Golden Fist. Okay, your references to the 1890s, 1890s or 60s. Um, I'm, 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 no, I'm not kidding. No, I'm he tried to corner the gold market, right and Grant destroyed them by dumping U.S. Treasury. Okay, gold. what does that have to do with the regulators right now? Well, because it was totally opaque what Fisk and, and Gould were doing, just like this, in their corner of the gold market. Now, David, I've got a question here. It's just legitimate. Do you think that the acquisition of Goldman Sachs has been postponed? By FTX? Well, remember, he did say he was going to buy Goldman. I'm asking if it's been postponed. What do you think? I, I believe that that is, yes, My friend John held, in a, has, held in abeyance for in, some in period of time. He, you know, because remember, he did say over um, time, I'm going to get by Goldman Sachs. I'm going to see David Solomon tomorrow. I think that David's job is more secure and that the acquisition of Goldman Sachs has been postponed. I think that's a fair, uh, uh, I think you have a good chance of that being correct, a correct prediction. Did your eyes light up when I suggested that? <laughs> I love you in those. I really do. Well, I really do. Chapex eyes. Where cut, did you get that? What is it? Cut clarity and uh, and something else, Carrot? right? Yeah, clar- clar- yeah, thank I'm you. I'm just saying. Carrot that, cut and clarity. That, that whole moment where he sounded a lot like Warren Buffett. I think we have to replay that over and over. But this is this is you know we have fun with it, but this is important. we're not having fun There's with people losing billions. Tri- yes, trillions have already been okay, lost from the overall crypto world. Three trillion this week. This week, last year. And now it's now under less a trillion, than a trillion, right? Less so than that's, yeah, about and $2 trillion. Dollars. It's not really going to hold there because um, all the king's horses and all the king's men cannot keep this. Carl, we have so many more questions than answers at, at this point still. Oh, you're skipping right over me. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I'm skipping I over am. you. I've already made my judgment. Goldman Sachs is safe. Well, you, you saw the headline there from uh, Bloomberg, almost $16 billion of his wealth destroyed in a day. That's they the worst new- ever one-day destruction in the history of uh, Bloomberg's wealth track. But did you see what they left his wealth as? A billion. But then was they question even the billion. Was it really? What was it in the first place? By the way, all these wealth yield investors, Sequoia I don't know, and check. SoftBank oh, and just Tiger, they've all been in there. Twi- what Twitter. level of due diligence well, did they actually Did he do? put his wealth on Twitter? Um, let me see. I don't know. You know, remember when he was bailing everybody out? That's why we talked about him as the J.P. That's why Morgan of crypto. Uh, Let me see. Now that this happens so quickly, I am worth. I am Sam. So quickly, and uh, it is not over yet. Green eggs and ham. And there are a lot of people trying to understand exactly what is happening. Um, We don't really know what Binance. What's going? You know, again, when are they going to get to? When are we going to get a communication indicating that they are very close to um, a deal, an actual deal, as opposed to just a letter of intent? Is going to be a key key point here. And you're going to see a great deal of volatility in crypto between now and then. David, have you ever seen a letter of credit or a deal announced on Twitter? No, not not like, but but, is that but because, this is not a deal. No, but I'm saying that everyone acts as if it's the, oh, it's over. I mean, have they looked at the books? I mean, there is even less due diligence than Musk did on Twitter. Jim, Benchmark. what are the books that you're even looking at? Um, and what is the relationship between FTX and that hedge fund? And what is the fiduciary duty? I, I just book I of, have a the book of Job. Well, we'll talk about still, still holds up. Yeah, we'll talk about whether Coinbase, for example, and transparency there it makes a difference. We'll also get to uh, Oxy and Affirm, Lucid, uh, Horton, Wendy's, Roblox, not yeah. to mention uh, FedEx and Musk telling uh, selling some more Tesla. And we'll get Jim's mad dash and countdown to the opening bell. Don't go away. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right, we got two minutes before we get started uh, in trading on a very busy day. Carl mentioned so many of the names, and we will get to all of them. Uh, but let's also squeeze in a mad dash, talk a bit about the home builders. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that the key to this market, unlike all the other stocks we've talked about and crypto, may be Horton, country's, you know, America's builder. And, David, the book value's increased. Uh, book value per common share increased 35% to 56 they bought back. This had been a very big issue. They repurchased 3.6 million shares. Yes, cancellations went up dramatically. But what people are talking about, David, is the multiple expansion of the housing stocks because we see an end to tightening. Really? No, no, that's what the stocks are saying. I disagree, but that's what the stocks are saying. Okay. Because to me, this is just a so-so quarter. Uh, but they... People are liking it, you know, because fiscal income did increase 26%. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, is you have to watch this, you have to watch Toll, you have to watch Lenar. But home affordability uh, is so different so, now than it was uh, a year ago. And if it's you just, listen to Zillow, on the Zillow call, they're saying it's just a terrible time in the housing business. But I thought that Horton's number, despite the cancellations, represented a, a, a frankly, a, if, this, if this is the bottom, so be it. Uh, increases quarterly dividend. This is not supposed to happen. It's supposed to be the opposite. Right. It's supposed to be this company it's supposed to have really, really bad numbers. And it did not. Cancellations were up. But there you go. Yeah. Uh, Redfin getting out of the eye, shuttering the eye-buying business uh, and laying off workers 13% for the second time, I think, in a few months. Um, but Horton, as you said, net orders down 15 Cancellation rate 32. But shouldn't it be much higher? I mean, uh, and the reason I say that is because um, mortgage rates have jumped so much that I would have thought that everybody walked away. But there's a lot of cash buyers. Uh, I am, okay, I lean back up. What I'm saying on Horton is, is that how come this stock isn't down big on the cancellation? And I think the answer is, if you go back to some of the conflicts, people were very angry. They weren't buying back on stock. They're buying back stock. They increased dividend. And people are reacting positively to a number at a point, a juncture, given where interest rates are, where it should be going down. So that's what I'm following. I'm just following the counterintuitive nature of the stock. I am not saying that the stock is right. I'm just saying it's counterintuitive to what the news flow would say. Meanwhile, I got the opening bell there uh, at the big board today, Berkshire Hills Bancorp, celebrating uh, its 10th listing anniversary at the NASDAQ. It's Docebo, a learning management system. Um, all right, so how, how important, what's more important today, Meta or Disney? Well, obviously, Disney and the Dow is going to color things. Uh, I, you know how I feel about Disney. I, little Jim Mercer, like, is one of my idols. Uh, Disney is a disaster. Because every, you know, David, the expenses, when you have revenues up the way they were and the expenses are like that, you know that's cause for a change at the top. I think Meta is more a reaction to the fact that people felt that he was uh, tone deaf. And not only is he not tone deaf, but like I said, the layoffs aren't done. But I'm, I'm saying Disney is the most important just simply because people look at the Dow and people just think, okay, is there any accountability in corporate America? I mean, it, the profit, I mean, this was one of the most disappointing um, quarters 
I have come across of a major problem. It wouldn't have been a lot worse if they had pushed back their direct-to-consumer profit yeah, target? Twenty. I think that, frankly, I think that those projections are fatuous. The amount of money he's going to lose in the beginning of fiscal year 24? Because, because streaming losses get worse yeah, or because streaming linear losses is... Getting, streaming losses are getting worse. I, I, well, I, look, I... That entire... You know, the entire equation you, there is, is under question. I, thank you. Um, you I still, We still wonder about the ultimate profitability of the direct-to-consumer business. Yes, Netflix will always be amongst, if not the leader, and Disney certainly with all of those subscribers. But given churn, given cost of content, it's just it's not shaping up to be the same business you as the linear cable business has been. You taught me to look at ARPU. And you so look, actually, well, you, you taught me to look at ARPU from the days when you interviewed Malone. Yeah. And the ARPU... Was so horrendous here. Average revenue per user. They are they are raising. Listen, they are raising price, and they are gonna. And the ad tier has only just begun. Um, ad supported at Disney I'm Plus. I'm so we'll, you know we'll. I'm listening. We have to give it time. David theme um, parks. That was theme parks to be what he was is great at. Theme parks is, was strong. Theme parks was a record. Yeah, parks also with, with the hurricane in the middle of it. Well, okay, hurricane. Yeah. All right. Theme parks was a record. Um, your networks, David. No. Linear networks are, are in deep trouble. trouble. I mean, other than our own. It's uh, really, you know. Why was content <laughs> licensing so bad? Stop it. I, I don't was, know. Why was it so bad? I don't content know. Licensing? I don't know. That's, that's um, B of A's question. If you're only guiding to a billion in incremental year on your EBIT, uh, DTC loss improvement should make, some, uh, make up some of that. Park yeah. should grow. How bad are linear networks? That's, linear that's Jessica's networks, question. Linear networks are quite bad. Jessica, I, I, you know, I've always loved her stuff. Uh, I think I think what was most appalling, it's by the way, it's was ha- if you read Sorry. the beginning of the call. Yeah, it's just about how great they are. I mean, sometimes what you should do is be like Zuckerberg. I screwed up, but no, it was about how this is good and that's good. It's like reading Adam Aaron, whom I have tonight. It's like reading his stuff. Like, hey, everything's great. Where's Highcroft Mine? I'm not kidding, David. The opening of the conference call was Oz. Oh, check that. O's. <laughs> Uh, uh, honestly, it was, David, it, David, did, you, the opening comp school was like, this is it. We are back and we're bigger than ever. And I was embarrassed by that. Um, you know, we got, we got beat. We got, we got our butts not, beat. But you know, we're back. Criticism is not to be dismissed. I do Thank think you. that uh, that when it comes to what you're asking for, it's going to take a few more quarters, a bad more quarters, quarters, before you would quarters. see any potential move. Every draft let me, bad. Let yeah, me move on because we have so many companies we want to get to this I'm morning. I'm sorry. I'm a little fired up about uh, this. Affirm. Are you fired up about that? Because I'm all over that was Affirm. a horrible like a, like a quarter. That, this stock has just been disastrous like so many others. Uh, buy now, pay later is okay. Affirm is he's trying to go for pay later? Pay, pay. I don't no, know what made, it is. He dismissed that. He did not like that joke. I mean, he, he didn't like that joke. That, um, he was on. He was a guest last. Was he a guest with you? Yeah. Last night on Mad Money. Yeah, maybe we even have a clip. A that shows you that it Affirm stock is down 16 percent. By the way, that's a that's an all-time low. Yeah. Uh, well, they went you know, public. They, uh, they went public at 49. In early 21. People were saying it's Peloton. No, it's trying to, they have to try a way to make it so that they're going to become profitable. Another one of those and great IPO uh, vintages, 2021 vintage IPOs, doing like great. Upstart, too. Upstart wasn't that good. No, Upstart wasn't that good either. By the way, it's Should we listen to what Levchin uh, told you last night? Let's take a listen. Sure. We forecast business fairly precisely, I'd like to believe, and uh, obviously U.S. is in the middle of the beginnings 
of a downturn, it's prudent to uh, to take that into consideration. We don't live in a vacuum. That said, we are comparing to uh, to, to situations uh, every day that are changing pretty wildly. Well, he did blame the macro, and Upstart blames the macro, and also artificial intelligence. They're still trying to. They're doing a lab of artificial intelligence at Upstart, which I just look. I, I would say it's not a family. Pro- it's this is a family program, and I don't want to use Palantir-like language. Palantir? Mm-hmm. What does he think this is like? like um, Michael Rubin. The, stuff. the amount of market cap that has come out of this group, broadly speaking, is enormous. I mean, they're all but, down. This stock is down but, 91% okay. from its high. Do you know that the, that the uh, non-performers have not gone up? It wasn't the non-performers. He did not have that. So, I'm not kidding. It's the so it's just a complete well, revision of what the ultimate profitability of the business, business is? It's not as great a business as we thought. I'm taking market share. He dismissed the fact that Apple's coming in. I think Apple's going to be pretty good because they take away your phone. I mean, right? They take away your They have no defaults happening. Google Mesfield once told me that. They have no defaults. Like on, you know, buying a phone. Zero defaults. What business has zero defaults? McDonald's? Say again? No, I'm saying that they have no defaults. And they can do buy now, pay later. Um, and that this buy now, pay later business, I'm saying, may not be as good as we think, David. David? Understood. And everyone's coming into it. PayPal's in it. Uh, Max is good at it. I'm not talking about the Peloton. I'm just saying it's mm-hmm. maybe that it dawned on people, this may not be that good a business. And if you look, if, we, if Jamie Dimon were here, which he's most certainly not, I think he'd say, What's new? We've had buy now, pay later forever, Brian. We, we've had that. I mean, what is it like that's yeah. suddenly new? Yeah. And I think that's important that we got caught up. If you look at Upstart, remember, they were saying using artificial intelligence, they can come up with a better system than FICO. And they're still exper- experimenting right now at uh, Upstart. Upstart is they, down 24%. Well, by they the have way. $700 million dollars in loans on the balance sheet. First of all, just to be clear, is a one, one of the largest one. investors who started it didn't think they'd have any loans on the balance sheet. Everything was supposed to be secured. Right, of course. And but it's very Ford, tough right now in right. the securitization market. What's happening market. is that, that Ford uh, looks like close to, what, $450 million in loans are to see whether loans work. It's a, you know, it's an To experiment. see whether it works as a business prospect. Yeah, exper- it's an experiment. Yeah. Um, I think sufficient to say that buy now, pay later is sort of uh, and how about this done with as FICO. a as a as a FICO business art- that attracts a lot of investors. How about the artificial intelligence return to FICO? Maybe that'll work. I don't know. How that, how will that work? Maybe or you no. Know, Upstart could maybe the vi- very he calls them vintages. I always like that. You know, they you know when you got vintage, you know it's kind of like the what the duckhorn. Um, guys, Tesla shares are up. This after a, a series of down days, in part perhaps because of selling pressure from Elon Musk. Surprisingly, uh, we've learned that he sold as much as $4 billion worth of stock between November 4th and November 8th. And you can see, of course, yesterday we were kind of questioning uh, the, the downturn. Spoke to Phil LeBeau about it. Was it Tesla-related, specific to perhaps investors becoming less enthusiastic about uh, its future prospects? Or was it really related to his ability, his need to potentially raise more funds to help support the Twitter, not acquisition, but life after acquisition, given what may be uh, growing cash needs at the company? Um, Whatever the reason, he raised that money. We don't really know. Um, It appears at least to be alleviating some of the pressure on the stock right now. 
Uh, yep, uh, cracking below 200 in the last few days. By the way, speaking of cash, Lucid uh, was a big EBITDA miss, but did say they had enough cash to fund uh, production through Q4 of next year. They do reiterate their guide, although Lucid Air reservations were down a touch from the August print. Yeah. And I, I guess what I saw Rollins in the stock was ensconced in the 50s. Uh, this, like many things involving uh, the Tesla enthusiasm for charging, Fisker, Lordstown, uh, that blooms off the rose even as the government is giving you some generous breaks. By the way, do you know a lot of these companies, the old line companies, keep telling me, we're supposed to have a recession? If you knew how much money the federal government is throwing at us to build roads, to build bridges, to build factories, you'd say we could ride out the recession. We don't have to fire anybody. We don't have to Zuckerberg. They're not Zucky. Not Zucky. Well, yeah, we've, we've talked about the fact that um, Hold on. The, the Infrastructure Act doesn't have money for advertising. No. No, no, it doesn't. But between the Infrastructure Act, the CHIPS bill, yeah. and the, hey, and the Renewable Energy Bill, otherwise known as the Inflation Reduction Act, there is, to your point, well, a lot I'm of money. I'm saying that if you are in the actual business of building something, you are going to be not having, you're, not, you're seasoned at making layoffs. Some of these companies, unfortunately, not Newcorp, because they don't have layoff, they don't layoff people. But a lot of the companies that typically know how to layoff are hiring. The companies that have never laid off are firing. And David, it's very uncomfortable for them. Uh, it is. Uh, although Meta is being rewarded for that uh, the reduction rest, rest of, the market's of 13% in yeah, its workforce. Being hurt by Meta, Sam. Uh, Meta shares up almost 7%. Is it, is it hurt by Sam I am? By, yes. I think, I think the FTX story, um, yeah. which we, again, is, is so opaque at this point, but is having an impact overall on psychology, and there is real risk there still. Well, I mean, look at the uh, now you can say that it's segregated within this asset class that many people wanted nothing to do with, and that was a constant, uh, right. constantly receiving criticism from the likes of Jamie Dimon or Charlie Munger. Or, uh, but it's not unimportant, and you know, we still don't know how many other businesses have been built on this thing. It's well, possible it's not just FTX, but is Binance in, tr in some sort of trouble? Well, Are they acting? Be careful. Okay. Because remember, it, behind, be, behind FTX, we have BlackRock, you know, we have SoftBank. And, well, they all made decisions to invest. Yeah, but they're yeah. in there. Yeah, they've also made decisions to invest in some of the companies this we were just talking just about Tom as well. It's were not just Tom and Giselle. In, were they investors in Buy Now, Pay Later? Because that hasn't gone particularly well either. Were they investors in many Chinese companies that have gone down 95%? Yes, they were. Okay. Can I just say that now that I've been upgraded by David, that NVIDIA, they're not using the, uh, the graphic cards anymore. And yet to stop, remember, because Ethereum went off that. And yet NVIDIA is down six. Now, NVIDIA may not oh, You're saying NVIDIA is going down because of the idea that, has no that there will be less mining. Yeah, but, but they don't use it for mining anymore. They were cut out. Okay. They were the Ethereum miner in the stock. Now, NVIDIA reports, I don't, I'm not looking for a blowout quarter, and the stock is high. But I'm just saying the collateral damage is extending to companies that aren't collaterally damaged. They're not damaged. Right. Go into that thing again that you're doing to me. Say again? Buy now, play later. That was a good rant. You like that? Yeah. Well, because I thought that you would take on the big companies that were invested in FTX, but you didn't, you didn't buy that. 
What do you mean? Which one? You're talking Black about Black Rock. Yeah, they uh, Sequoia, yeah, Black put Rock. A, we put a table we put a, up far. Oh yeah, yeah we okay, did. I wasn't showed exactly on that. who they were. I wasn't looking at the, and the, right the TV. Right now, it doesn't look good. And by the way, again, just to come back to it, the international business is 95% of the overall business. So FTX.com is the business. Um, love to hear from Mr. Bankman Fried. I never had find my, out exactly I never what's going my money on. Love them. to hear from the gentleman. I, I who never my money with them. But, Binance, but they which, by the way, is not a Chinese company. Binance is not. There's been a, some question. Oh, well, they need a CFIUS review. Unclear. But he's not even a Chinese national. He's. Oh know, my and It's not God. a Chinese company. He could get out of it the way Dupont got out of Rogers. He doesn't want to get out of it. He probably wants to do it if it means actually making sure that his company is going to be safe. That's the. That's question. Golden Fish. Come on, you're going back to the Golden Fish thing. Meanwhile, speaking about companies that have had their uh, a, a tough time, Carvana shares were up about nine oh percent. Can you really go there? Rebound. Are you really going to go there? I'm going to go there. You know why? Because I have been hearing uh, in uh, in the fixed income markets that there have been a number of opportunistic buyers of the the most senior part of the capital structure. That would be buying Apollo? the senior bonds. You're saying Apollo doubling I'm down? I'm not saying who's buying it, but I am telling you that there has been uh, buying because if, in fact, there were to be a restructuring, you want to be in the best position, have okay. the most leverage. And how do you I have like the most that. leverage in a potential restructuring? You own the most senior part of the capital structure. Which is so Apollo. Keep that in mind with Carvana. Right? A, Shares, though, obviously having a nice rebound this morning. Well, to eight. You know, <laughs> it's kind of, that doesn't really get you back to even. Wow. You're to right? eight. Ninety-six percent. We we really quick. We didn't do Oxy um, with the miss, but they did raise their guide, and we didn't do Wendy's, which actually is uh, doing quite well today after Oxy's, their comps did beat. Wendy's is good. You know, one of the things, I had Portillo's on last night. Oxy would be fun. I had Portillo's on last night, which is a Chicago land, really fabulous. It's nation. It's going nationwide. Uh, it's kind of like the bear, David. You know, the sandwich and the bear. So, I love the bear. What a, what a great show. You did not watch the bear. I watched every did single episode of it. I thought I'm in that, Sydney? I, uh, the writing. I okay, just so thought it was it's a about great that kind of sandwich. Show. And one of the things that Portillo is saying is, is that it's now cheaper to go out than in home, which is very important for tomorrow's CPI. Yes. Because in the basket of CPI, not the, ad, not, not the core, is like everything that you would use to make something at home. And Portillo's is cheaper. Uh, and I thought that was something. I also thought the bear was one of the great programs I've ever watched. You really, you stuck with it. You loved Narcos back in the day. I would say this yeah. is your... Well, I went to Sydney, I Sydney, I'd say it's one of the And I said, look, it was one of the most meaningful things ever. And she basically said, no, it's, it, it, it was a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> but she was fabulous. Very well done show. Well, anyway, we, it's, well, it, I thought that an announcement about it out, going yeah, out cheap. cheaper, and that's Wendy's. Yeah, well, we had Goldman with the below consensus call on tomorrow's numbers. So I know. We'll I mean, who knows? I mean, I know that my wife... Let's skip it. <laughs> We're holding 3,800. Um, uh, as you can see, Dow's down two, uh, 200. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Holding 3,800, but risk-off kind of day. Uh, Disney down 11. That's really weighing on things over at the Dow. Look at the sectors, though. Uh, again, you want to look at risk-on, risk-off. Kathy Wood's ARC fund lower than the overall market. Again, I can't help but think this is, there's a little bit of fallout, even though much of her stuff has nothing to do with crypto. The risk-off mentality made have something to do with that. Semi's another risk on. NVIDIA's down 4%. Uh, metals and mining, another one underperforming. Uh, energy, very unusual to see that down today. You guys uh, just quickly mentioned uh, Occidental. The, the numbers were fine, it looked like. Maybe $0.04 cents light. But remember, Exxon, Chevron, Marathon, these have all been at new highs. In fact, the S&P energy sector was at an eight-year high yesterday. So uh, n no surprise we might get a little bit of profit-taking. Um, you can't think but help 
the thing, but housing is definitely slowing from the D.R. Horton report. I mean, uh, sales orders will be down 25 to 35 percent year over year uh, in the, the current quarter we're in. Average selling prices will be down in 2023. Uh, there's no full year 2023 guidance there. So, uh, yes, uh, hopefully we are seeing some kind of bottom here eventually on mortgages, uh, some high on mortgage rates. But uh, still, pretty tough commentary there overall. Uh, as for the crypto debacle, all these people who kept messaging me saying crypto has nothing to do with the stock market, I I'm sorry, uh, but you can take a look here. Uh, there have been a lot of people advocating that people should be getting 1% to 5% of their assets uh, into crypto as an asset class. So when you see Coinbase, Riot Blockchain, Marathon Digital, MicroStrategy down 60, 70, 80 percent on the year uh, and a lot of people having one to five percent of their assets. I'm sorry, it does have a knock on effect. We dropped 50, 60 points in the middle of the day yesterday when this whole meltdown was occurring. There's a lot of people in crypto ETFs. Look at this BITO. This is Bitcoin futures launched with great fanfare one year ago. I covered this extensively with ProShares down 75 percent since they launched. You know, one to five percent, even at 75 percent, that's not nothing. Finally, just a comment on the elections, the market. We really don't know a lot about what's going on here. And yes, we'll probably get some gridlock in the House. But remember something. If the Democrats hold on to the Senate, and it looks like there's a chance they will, they still confirm the nominees for regulatory agencies, Carl. I mean, that means the FCC and FDIC confirmations, they still control that. That is very important policy implications for the stock market. One winner might be Gary Gensler here. Remember, Gensler has been very, very vocal about all of this. You know, I can't help but think uh, he's facing potential harassment in the House, for sure, from the Republicans uh, Carl, but remember this Bitcoin debacle or this debacle yesterday with FDX, uh, you know, he's been calling for much more severe regulation for a long time. And this whole debacle there, a separate issue, may strengthen his hand as well. Carl, back to you. All right, we'll see, Bob. Thank you, uh, Bob Pisani. As we go to break, let's check bonds this morning, see how treasuries are faring. Two year just uh, south of uh, four seven and the 10 year right around four fifteen. Overall, as we said, just circulating around 3,800 as we absorb the midterm results still coming in and the companies we've mentioned already. I'll be right back. Take a look at the Dow, down 250 or so. About 75 points of that is Disney, which is the worst performing Dow component and the worst performing S&P component, down about 11%, back down to 88 and, 88 and a half or so. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. A company a lot of us had high hopes for during the pandemic. Roblox reported last night, and the uh, daily average users were flat. They had disappointing bookings. And I think what's, you know, I think people are just saying, you know what, it's time to recognize it's a good situation, but it's certainly not worth what it was selling for. So, like so many of the other stocks of this era. Now, speaking of other stocks of this era, I have AMC on tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, Adam Aaron. I've got Dutch Bros. Wait, you have Adam Aaron on tonight? Did I just hear you say that? Yeah, I have Adam Aaron. Right, you're mumbling a little bit. It's hard to pick it up. Well, well you're gonna, what, you gonna, what are you going to do with him? Talk to him. I have Udi Makati from Cyber... <laughs> Cyber... <laughs> John Ritchie, Dutch Bros. The Bros. I'm going to get the... I hope he brings the Annihilator. I hope he does, too. Because i got to be up till Friday. i got a lot to do. That's a good David, one, Jim. David, it's not only the Cincinnati, it's accountability time. <laughs> I want you to look up the Google the name Saturday. 
I, I just said like I remember him. I just missed that. I missed layered on I was too other. busy watching New York Jets. ESPN. I was watching Jets highlights all day Monday. I missed the <laughs> exactly. news on Frank Wright. You were lost. Believe me, there's, <laughs> a coach like, wow. at, there's a coach at the Jets who would say that this coach needs to be fired. That guy's rigorous. Robert Sala, yeah. Uh, he's rigor. Yep. He's rigor personified. We'll see you tonight, Jim. Mad yep. Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. When we come back, a lot more on Meta and those layoffs coming up after the break. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.